Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to episode two of the How Do You Know Andy Brussman podcast. Welcome, everybody. Today, our guest is going to be Craig Hill Redwine, Managing Director at Charlestown Holdings. Craig Hill's been uh, in the investment banking business for a long time. He'd established the Seaport Global's Equity Capital Markets Group and ran that for six years. And prior to that, he was a co-founder of Redwine and Company. We'll wonder where that name came from, a boutique investment bank in Charlotte, uh, where he participated in over 250 equity transactions over a 16-year period. Um, and prior to that, he was a DLJ in New York City. He is a graduate of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. We'll get into that with him a little bit. And an interesting fact, I think that Craig Hill Redwine is a deadhead. I do think he likes uh, the Grateful Dead as music, but maybe I'm wrong on that. But Craig Hill, welcome to the show. <laughs> well, thanks, Bob. I appreciate you having me. <laughs> was I right? And you're you're not wrong about the dead, the the being a deadhead part. Ah, uh, how about that? that? So, candidly and and proud of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, how about that? So anyway, well, it's it's a pleasure to uh, to get you on. I've been trying to get around and meet everybody in the firm, and and so I appreciate you having the good humor to to participate uh, with this today. You're also a big hoops fan, I I see. I am, and uh, it's a pretty timely and uh, nice time to be a, be a, a Carolina fan after um, the last dance just aired last night on ESPN, and uh, the Heels got some pretty good coverage with Dean and MJ doing their thing back in the day. So I have a feeling our recruiting, if if we needed a little help, probably picked up a fair amount after the episodes one and two last night. I haven't gotten around yet. I don't know if we have any Duke graduates. I guess I guess John McAvoy went to went to the Fuqua school, but I'm not sure that having gone to Wake Forest that he would call himself a a Duke fan necessarily. But uh, I, you know, are there other are there, is there any good rivalries within the firm here with regards to basketball? Um, you know, I don't think so. Uh, I, I know um, I have a lot of friends and family who uh, went to Duke, and my little sister went to Duke. Um, my, half my family went to Duke, another half went to Carolina. So I'm no stranger to the rivalry, but within Charlestown, I, I think the answer is no. You're also a big fisherman, uh, and you play a little bit of golf. I've seen some pictures of you uh, catching some fish. You like to get in the inland waters there, I guess. That that's true. I've got a little uh, 17 foot whaler, which is kind of perfect to putt around and try to go catch them up here around Charleston. And um, I do play golf. I um, I don't play as much as I'd like since I've moved to Charleston about five years ago. But I I kept my membership at Quail Hollow in Charlotte, so I'm up there about once a month, and oh, nice. that's a that's a nice little track. So um, I, I play there most most of the time when I when I do play. But I'm kind of I'm fishing more than I'm playing, which is also fine with me. Are you catching? Are you catching trout uh, in when you're fishing? What is that fish? Or is it? A, I'm not even sure what I've seen you holding up. What? There's some pictures of you doing some of your fishing then. Um, it's it's either if I'm inshore fishing, it's usually trout, sea trout, or specks, or whatever you want to call them, or red drum, puppy drum, right. redfish. Those are those are the two main species, and then uh, catch a flounder every now and then. And if you go. Uh, you go a little bit further out, you know, to the jetties, you can catch uh, a couple different more species, but I don't really do anything up in that little boat. 
other than just kind of mess around inshore. Yeah, so, so years ago, a little known fact, my first job out of uh, college, I was an engineer in Georgetown at the paper mill up there. And I, I got to live at Pauly's Island for a couple of years, which was not too bad. Um, but we would, we would catch the red drum out there in the surf, um, you know, off the, off the beach there. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's fun. Well, yeah, that's where, um, that paper mill about a quarter mile away is where we're doing the, uh, the George hotel deal. Well, is, uh, that's in Georgetown right there on the water at the old, um, the, the building still stands. It's waiting to be demoed once this race is finished. And, uh, is it right it there on that, the, that front street that sort of run down and they've got the old shrimp boat docks and so forth down there. It's been a while since I've been there. So I'm, I'm curious. It is it's right there. It's the, the Manigo family who owns the, um, the, the news and observer and several other papers. They still own that building. And there actually used to be a Georgetown daily newspaper there, which they don't have anymore, obviously. And um, so the, the hotel, the plan is for the hotel to go right there. So now, is the essence uh, essence of paper mill still hanging over the town if the wind's blowing the right direction? It's not actually, and I don't know whether that's a factor of they've done filtering or changed the way they changed how they change change their process. I, I don't know, but it but I've been inside a paper mill a long time ago in Maine, and I, I'll never forget the smell. It's, but you cannot smell it in, in Georgetown anymore. Thank God. Well, that, that's, that's good news. I, I, um, I went into a paper mill when I was about 10 years old with my father and swore I'd never go in another one again. Of course, that was my first job out of college. So, um, <laughs> you know, Came full circle. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a uh, kind of an entry place across the street. There used to be an old, uh, steel mill there. I don't know if that's been torn down. Uh, if, if it was across from the plant there or not there, uh, it's wherever. still there and um, it's still active. Still they, active. Um, They're making wire, I think, at the time. I wonder if they still they are. Do. They still are doing that. I went up there with um, Joe and Jay Keenan, who are the owners of uh, the Spectator Hotel here in Charleston and, and are the developers of the George Hotel. And Joe's father, Jay, is a um, borderline professional historian and he we just got a great history of the place and and he he, he knew exactly what what was going on in that mill and i think you're right something had to do with wiredy went a little more detail but i can't i can't recall exactly what he said and but there yeah, are there great. are still I, i'm assuming there are still fairly large alligators on the uh on the river there um that I'm was bad. my experience that was my bad. experience years ago so, well, um, so Craig Hill, um, tell me a little bit more about your deadhead experience. Now you like to, uh, you like to go to concerts. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> let's see. I guess that stemmed from, um, I think I was probably a freshman in high school and a friend of mine and I rode down to, we were coming down to Hilton Head from Charlotte. And uh, we stopped off for lunch at a little place and sat outside on the back deck. And there was a guy playing the acoustic and he played Friend of the Devil, which, you know, one of the one of the old favorite songs. And I said, I really like this. Is this country music? And, and one of the guys who was driving us, 
I think we were 14 or so, and he just got his license. He was 16. He said, no, this is the Grateful Dead. I said, well, what is that? What kind of music do you call that? He said, you know, there's really, they're just kind of the dead. So anyway, I think I went out and bought my first tape that weekend, and it kind of went uphill from there or downhill from there, however you want to describe it. And I went to a lot of shows over the course of the next, ah, 36 years and um, wow. that was uh, I went to all the fairly well shows both in Santa Clara and, and uh, I guess that was four years ago The fair, and they had two in Santa Clara and three in Chicago and then before that who knows I mean I'm, I'm, I haven't counted but it's probably north of 50 total Wow! It's, I met a lot of great friends along the way and I've gotten to know Bobby Weir the singer um, through a an investment we both invested in and we, we stay in touch a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's been a pretty big part of my life. I, mm -hmm. To say that my favorite band would, would be an understatement, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's really neat. But you see, I did, now, you know, I did my due diligence, uh, getting ready for this. Uh, you, you did. <laughs> for sure. So, so here, here's the question everybody at Charlestown wants to know, how the heck did you know Andy Brussman? Well, I'll tell you, after I was at Seaport for six years and I was running the equity division and we merged with a company um, called Global Hunter out of Chicago and they were um, a, a, an oil and gas equity sales and research company. And so I had a counterpart there who had a pretty big staff and and he had uh, had an established business and we knew each other from going to syndicate association meetings for the past 20 years and it just really wasn't it wasn't a great fit for me because i frankly after having my own business for 17 years and running my division for six years i didn't i'm gonna was a point in my life where i wasn't gonna answer anybody else so I quit um, Seaport and still am great friends with all those guys and was just kind of looking for something to do. I'm certainly too young to retire. And I, I was talking to my friends around town and I met Eddie Hamilton, who um, at the time was um, at Charlestown. And he said, man, you got to come in and, and meet, meet the guys. So Eddie brought me in and um, I could hear Andy in the corner, typically on, you know, on his speakerphone walking around not exactly quiet and um yeah it's a there's a, a lot of background noise down in the cigar factory isn't there <laughs> there is um so anyway he got off his call and um eddie and andy and i sat down right there in front of the tv where you know cnbc's on and we uh i just gave andy sort of my story and told him how I got the business from DLJ. Then I left DLJ to um, start Red Wine in Charlotte and ended up doing mostly institutional sales and raised a ton of money for hedge funds and, and that from endowments and et cetera, et cetera. And after about 10 minutes, he said, okay, you're hired. I said, <laughs> he said, can you start tomorrow? I said, I'm sure. Mm. So that was pretty much all it took. And we, we hit it off and um, I really enjoyed being at Charlestown. It's a, it's a great group of guys and everybody has been around the block. So, and there's no, there's no attitude and, you know, 
you might have to edit this out, but I, I love Andy's <laughs> rule. No, no, no assholes is a great rule to have, and we certainly I, abide by that. So, so, so uh, I interviewed Mike sanderson earlier today and uh that was that was one of the more appealing uh things about about the firm policy the no asshole rule which all of us have arrived at that station in life i think so no doubt I mean, we've all we've all seen our share along the way and life's too short to, to work with them or be around them so that's that right. was very appealing to me that's right. Well, so I got I got one more question for the for the show, and and uh, you know we'll we'll close with that, and then I'll give you the last word. But um, you got to know, you know, uh, Red Sox or Yankees. You know, this is Andy's firm. Got to got to make a decision here. You Red Sox fan I'm gonna or answer that. Yankees fan? I'm going to answer that in in the the in a, with an answer that he's not going to like, that no one's going to like, but Matt. Oh, okay. I lived in New York, and one of my buddies, uh, his um, stepfather was part owner of the Mets. So I don't, I don't like the Yankees or the Red Sox particularly, but I do like the Mets. So there that, that shouldn't piss Andy off too much. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> in, in my neck of the woods, it's Redskins and Cowboys. So I don't know if you can answer that question either. But well, you- I can. I, you know, I grew up in Charlotte, so. In North Carolina, the only games we got were Redskin games, and either on the radio or on, on TV. And then, I guess, 20 years ago, we got the Panthers. And so in the first year or two, I had a hard time deciding whether I was a Redskin or a Panther fan. And then about and then year Dan three, Schneider, I really Then Dan Snyder bought the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, Dan Snyder buying the Redskins did not help the Redskins' case. But I, I'm a full-blown Panther fan now. And I even have a Christian McCaffrey jersey that I wear around, which my girlfriend doesn't like very much. But anyway, I'm I'm hoping that that Ron Rivera (laughs) brings some good to the to the Redskins now that we've got him. So, hey, well, I think he will. And I got to I spent some time with him when I was in Charlotte at some of the charity stuff, and he is a prince of a guy. He is just what that that organization needed. And if Snyder can get out of the way, then I think. Rivera can do great things. He's a he's really a, a smart and smart guy and a, just a great guy. Knows knows the game. I, I hope you're right. Dan Snyder has has a, has an inability to get. He's he's really good at hiring and and recruiting great coaches and then running them out of town. But uh, we'll see. I got my fingers crossed. Ever the optimist well, that the Redskins that the Redskins will make a comeback. So. Um, just, I'll, I'll give you, uh, you know, thank you so much for letting me do this, for humoring me. I, I hope that this will be fun and other people in the firm will will find it that. Uh, if you've got, uh, I'll give you the last word. Thanks for being on the on the show. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. And um, I, I don't know what to say other than for those out there listening, um, we got a great group of guys and, and a great leader in Andy. And you know, it, even though he's a huge Yankee fan, he really is a good guy. Okay. Hey, everybody. How about that? <laughs> uh, Craig Hill, thanks so much.